live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Team Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on May 11th. To hit the internet, it's on May 12th, 2015. The news has just come down. The whip came down on Tom Brady. Four game suspension, as you probably already know. And in addition, the Pats will be fined a million dollars, which is nothing. And they'll lose a first-round pick in 2016, which is certainly more than something, and a fourth-rounder in 2017. I told you on this podcast uh, last week I didn't think Tom Brady would be suspended at all. He's most likely going to appeal the suspension. And his agent, Don Yee, as if anyone cares what his name is, says he will appeal the suspension. But thank you, Darren Rovell. We also know Jimmy Garoppolo has the same agent, which is very important information. Uh, he will appeal the suspension. You got to think that's going to get knocked down to at least two games. I don't. I don't. I, I mean, the Wells report is a. It's it's completely an opinion, but I don't know what you know. The New York Post. I love this picture they have here. It's just Brady with his hands on his head, like a damsel in distress. It's just a perfect New York Post picture. Because it's the post, and they're going to have great innuendos, as they have had the last week or so in regards to Tom Brady and balls. Them and the Daily News have been trying to outdo each other. It's been it's it's been a pleasure to look at every day, and just read it. You know, Joel Sherman, go to hell. Yankees don't need Tanaka for ALE's best rotation. Yeah, I'm sure Chase Whitley and Adam Warren are really going to they're going to maintain this whatever they're doing for 162 games. Chase Whitley couldn't barely do that the other day. Give me a break. Uh, what was I talking about? By, by the way, welcome to the show. Again, the big news, Tom Brady's four-game suspension. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into the NBA playoffs. We'll talk about Bill Simmons leaving. Not leaving. Well, yeah, leaving. They're, they've There will be no contract extension with ESPN as he will be a free agent, so to speak, in September, leaving... The uh, certainty of Grantland, 30 for 30, in doubt, as he is the editor-in-chief or director, whatever, not the director, but he he oversees all of that. So that's interesting to see. I have made uh, overtures to him via Twitter if he'd like to join the Red Ticket Blues team. Have not heard anything back. He's very busy, I understand that, but I look to be in negotiations with him very soon and add him to the podcast, so tell your friends. Stay tuned for updates at BrianBuck13, RedTicketBlues.com. So, we'll also get into the... Uh, shit, I lost all my stuff here. What the hell's going on? What a production here. I'm sweating my ass off here. No air conditioner. I had an air conditioner last year, which I never fully cleaned. So we had an air conditioner that just pumped sort of luke, well, luke cold air. That's not. I don't think that's correct terminology lukewarm air so that that's what i do and by the way this is an ongoing joke with my friends and i and my family since 2005 it said it's a year of my car yes i'm not a rich man that i have no air conditioning in my car yes no air conditioning in my car and you're probably thinking are you some sort of psychopath or some sort of masochist you enjoy inflicting pain upon yourself i you know what and i'll be completely honest i did it out of spite i bought the car brand new and I was ready to sign, and I see extra $2,000. If I've told this story on the podcast, I apologize, but it's it's relevant now. There's an extra $2,000, and I say to the guy, what the hell is this? What is this $2,000? And he says, oh, that's for the air conditioner. So if you just sign right there, and I was like, no, nah, I don't want it. And he's like, what? I said, I don't want it. 
I'm like Jerry. I, I want to bring it back completely for spite. I don't want the air conditioner for spite. For spite? And uh, <laughs> there's a few weeks, well, definitely a few months, but there's a few weeks every year that I regret that decision. As wherever I drive, no matter what I wear, I arrive at that location with a sweaty back. And uh, anyone who rides in there has to make a comment, obviously. And uh, I'm totally going away from the big story, Tom Brady, the golden boy. But I think the sweat has gotten to me. That So that is my story of air conditioning. So there you go. Take that for... I say take it for what it's worth, but that that's my air conditioning store. There's nothing else to say. Am I cheap? I could get it done. I could get it installed. It's a 2005, though. At this point, I think that ship has sailed. Uh, Tom Brady was suspended for the first four games this year without pay for conduct detrimental, detrimental, not den, detrimental to the integrity of the NFL, which is pretty ridiculous. If you see all the people that are involved with the NFL and the crimes they commit, this guy told people to let air out of a football. But anyways, I'm no Tom Brady fan, but. The Patriots will also lose the pick. Uh, da, 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 was assessed, according to the NFL, for the violation of the playing rules and the failure to cooperate in the subsequent investigation. Uh, I still have a hard time seeing how he's going to be suspended. Maybe I am definitely in the minority now. I think most people think it's going to get knocked down to two games. Now, you heard a myriad of different opinions. Oh, he's going to he's going to be banned forever, or or everything's going to be proven to be false, and they'll lift him up on a litter as if he was Julio, Julio Caesar. Julio, I've been listening to Mike too much. Julius Caesar. It seems to be somewhere in the middle here. Four games. His, the fifth game, ironically, if he would come back and lose the appeal, would be against the Indianapolis Colts. And that should be an interesting game because you know Mr. Belichick likes to uh, to run up the score, and I think he'll be running up the score. Well, they will try to win the game, and if they're in any position where they have a large lead, it's going to be larger and larger and larger. And the uh, actual the the gentleman involved, the locker room attendants, John Jastrzemski, not the WFAN guy, James McNally, were suspended definitely by the Patriots the behind-the-scenes rules. You'd think they'd be fired, but I think they know more information uh, that they don't want out to the public, and I think they're controlling them. That's my opinion, at least. Brady's due to make $8 million this year. He would lose $2 million in wages. Jimmy Garoppolo would take over. Yeah, you know, I, what can you say? Hey, he's uh, He deserves it. I mean, he's not like his former teammate Aaron Hernandez killing people, shooting people in the face. This guy, he was indicted today on the... Not the not the murder he committed and has been found guilty for of Odin Lloyd, but the double murder he's been uh, accused of in Boston. Well, he shot a guy in the face years before because he was talking about that. Man, this dude's... He's a bad guy. Can't have people shooting people in the face. You just—it's just too much. And they signed—they signed a often old tight end Fred Davis. So the uh, why would I? <laughs> I was just looking at Aaron Hernandez here. People also search for Rob Gronkowski, Tim Tebow, Tom Brady, O.J. Simpson, Marco Rubio. Is he a football-playing murderer? I'm not aware. Maybe the Hispanic name. I don't know. Patriots are the Patriots. I'm interested to see what Tom will have to say if he just say if he's going to go the uh, Ryan Braun angle. Has both 
vehemently denied any allegations and came out with not actually actually apologizing any for anything but saying mistakes were made it's unfortunate no one likes to go through this blah 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 blah, blah. and his old teammate teddy bruski who shouldn't even be on television because he's such a patriot shill it's pathetic that we have to listen to that shit every week from him but he said my friend he was in an argument with tom brady he was not in an argument with Tom Brady. He was in an argument with Damian Woody on ESPN earlier this week. Uh, I'm going to move the mic. There we go. Turn my mic on. Uh, yeah, there you go. He was in an argument with Damian Woody, and he ended up saying, my friend Tom Brady would never do that. My friend Tom Brady would not do and that. And our old friend the Mad Dog, our old friend the Mad Dog, jumped in on that, and you could play... You can play. I'll play it, and you can hear a little bit of the Mad Dog going in on Teddy Bruski. Oh, my God! My friend Tom Brady, go to hell! Will you please, my friend Tom Brady, stop? He's not supposed to be your friend! That's the point! Now, if I were Teddy Bruski, I'd be calling Aaron Rodgers and finding out how he handled things afterwards and how he felt like a complete horse's ass after he vouched for a friend in Ryan Braun. Hmm. You don't want to go out on a limb like that. You don't want to do it because you have nothing to gain from that. Especially, when you, why don't you ask the guy straight up before you start saying those things? I don't know. That's another reason I don't like Aaron Rodgers because of that whole incident. Is it stupid? Is it petty? Absolutely. But then he treated some... This was all about a fan who said that Ryan Braun was uh, completely guilty. Former, Not former, he still plays. He's just not the same Ryan Braun. Milwaukee Brewers outfielder Ryan Braun was, con, was alleged to have used steroids... Aaron Rodgers said, absolutely not. We're good friends. It would never happen. He said this to a fan on Twitter. And then I think he said he uh, he would put season tickets up on the line. I could be completely screwing this up. It was something about season tickets. He wouldn't admit he was wrong. Always left a bad taste in my mouth after that for the Aaron Rodgers. It's something that has nothing to do with the football field. But it shows a kind of arrogant asshole you actually are. And I don't like him for that cause. For that reason. For that reason. That reason alone. No, there's many other reasons. But... Who knows? The old Brian phrase, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? I don't know what to say. Who knows? But Tom Brady, hmm. It's kind of funny to see Mr. Smogmaster do that. He was at some, uh, was at Salem College doing some sort of impromptu where uh, Jim Gray asked some softballs and he says funny things and everyone claps and they're, everyone is at Shangri-La he gets back in his helicopter, flies away into the starry night. Vincent Van Gogh couldn't have predicted it any more beautiful, and he's just full of shit. These guys, I don't know what it is. You can throw your A-Rods in there and your Barry Bonds, and they just, come on, man. When you're caught dead to rights, you think you're, I think it's almost, is it Costanza-like? Where if you, it's not a lie unless you believe it. Is, is that where we're at? I, these guys, they never learn. And let, let's let's be honest. What he did was incorrect. Do I find it that big of a deal? No. It's not as big as steroids. But the cover-up is always worse than the crime. You look like a bad person. It's a character flaw. That you think you're better than everyone. You're better than the game. I... It never ceases to amaze me how these guys continue to do this. But I will be interested to see the, the comments. The comments from Robert Kraft. If he'll be wearing Air Force Ones, because that's always such a hoop. I always see the headlines. Where's Air Force? Yeah, he's 80 years old and he wears Air Force Ones. Who cares? They're sneakers. Who 
gives a shit? And he's always wearing them. Why is that a surprise? Whatever. I don't give a shit. What am I talking about? All right. Another story I wanted to move it. Let's let's move in from one Boston topic. And I the great tweet again. I don't want to take take uh, credit for this, but David Ortiz remains the only Boston guy to cheat and get away with it. But don't you say that to him. He'll get very angry and he'll tell you that he didn't do steroids knowingly. And then he'll tell us again when no one even asked over and over again, yearly, annually. Yes. What am I talking about? We are we are we already talked about Boston. What I wanted to mention was. Uh, you know you've listened to the podcast before. If you haven't, shame on you. Go back and listen to all the episodes and come back to this one. And you'll see where we're at. And by the time you get to this, we'll be weeks behind. But anyways, uh, so if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that I'm not a fan of Alex Rodriguez. He's a, he's on my team, the New York Yankees. But yada, yada, yada. What's that, twice now? Jesus. It's 1990 with Jerry. Again with Jerry. Uh, again with the sneakers. The... Uh, I was in the I was in the building on Thursday night for the New York Yankees versus the Baltimore Orioles. So ironically, I was in the building when Alex Rodriguez tied, no, surpassed Willie Mays in home runs by hitting 661. What a excuse me, Jesus. Mic <clears throat> check. Uh, I was actually in the building, so I thought it was pretty cool. Um, People didn't really know how to react. I mean, it was a big home run. Did the crowd go crazy? Eh, I won't say they went crazy. Were they cheering? Oh, yeah. They were definitely cheering. And Brett Gardner stepped out of first base. Stepped out of first base. Stepped out of the batter's box and allowed A-Rod to get his curtain call. And A-Rod did a very brief curtain call. It was nothing exaggerated. He did what he had to do. And that still shot of him doing it. And you look at Chris Young. Chris Young is just giddy, staring at him as if he's Superman. It was a good time had by all. I think I only made it to the stadium once last year for a few innings, and my brother-in-law was not interested. He's 15, so or was 15 at the time, so and not a baseball fan, and he was visiting, so yeah, I didn't really get to see a game, but it was good to see a game again at Yankee Stadium. I'm still not a fan of the 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 park itself. The tickets I actually got, I went with a friend. And his father-in-law, and then some other family uh, relation. I don't know. Not relevant. But the tickets actually got us into the clubs. The Audi Club and the Mohegan Sun Club. We did not go to the Mohegan Sun one. Now, I've never actually been to any of these clubs. I think I... I was about to pull a Francesa there. I've never actually been to any of these clubs. I think I actually been to one of the clubs. I may have. I don't know. But we went to the Audi Club. But I'll tell you... What is you people that hang out in those fucking places? If you're sitting and, you, and there's those few seats where you could actually see the game, okay, that's cool. But like these makeshift bars where you're just watching it on a television, like who, like what are you doing? Like is that just to put on Facebook and say that you're at a, a suite? Like why don't you just stay at home? You're not even watching the game. It reminds me of uh, the the bougie version of going to Wrigley Field and seeing those douchebags sit and watch the game. No, excuse me, not watch the game. Being in an area where there are no televisions, all you have is a view of the city, which is beautiful as it is, but not even be able to see the game, just have drinks and sit at picnic tables and stare out into the city. Why even come to the game? Like, what is wrong with you? I don't know. Maybe I just have that... I was going to say old school in me, but I think more practicality. Fucking people are terrible. God, I hate everybody. I hate people. 
I hate people that do that shit. And you know they're all they're all sending tickets. Look at him, man! I got a sweet. Oh, I, I I got into this club to pay fifteen dollars for a drink when I had only would have cost me thirteen outside. But I'm at a bar instead of in a seat like the peasants. And my friend and I actually tried to get into this buffet area, and I I don't know why I asked first. I was wearing like shorts and a sweatshirt, and I said, "Do we need like reservations to get in there or something?" And the guy stuck his nose up like he was Pepe Le Pew, and said, "Yes, yes." My friend's just like, for what about the hundreds of tables open right here? And he didn't really respond. So, you know, who gives a shit? We walked in and out of there. You feel like you're you're some sort of some big swinging dick, but I mean, you're really not. Big swinging dick like Matt Barnes telling James Harden's mom to suck his dick? That's classy, huh? We'll get into that later. But, I don't know, I wasn't very impressed with that. We didn't even do the Mohegan Sun one. I didn't feel like walking all the way out there. But it was a good game. Good game had by all. Yankees won 5-4. <sighs> Q Frank, we do it. Yankees are looking good. Michael Pineda taken over as the ace. Uh, I'm not ready to say it's not fool's gold. There's too many negatives there. I'm not ready to jump on just yet with the Michael Pineda train as he struck out, what, 17 yesterday? ERA 2.72. And he is the ace at this point right now on May 11th. He is the ace. Like, uh, I don't know who was saying it. Was it Susan was saying that he has too much respect for CeCe? To say he's the ace, but for all intents and purposes, we all know he's the ace of the team. And they continue to get timely hitting. Their averages are still just god-awful. Mark Teixeira has... How many of his extra base hits are, are, are not home runs? It's They continue to do it. They, they're 19-12 and 12 last time I checked, which I believe was earlier today. I don't think they played since then. It's 7.40 right now. As if you care. This is all really, really interesting stuff. But that was the game. And I don't know what to say about baseball this week. Yankees continue to go. Boston continues to go down. Fired their pitching coach because he was the one pitching the games. I don't know. That's got to be some sort of message to their shitty pitching rotation that you need to play better. Clay Buckholz did not get the uh, memo, apparently. But I do want to move on quickly to the, the NBA and what's going on there. Now, you have the Cavs and the Bulls in a great series. Great series. You got the buzzer beater by Rose. You got the buzzer beater by LeBron, who certainly had enough goddamn time to set up a play. But that is a rule that they need to change. Do I know exactly what they should do? I don't. But when they go to review how much time should be on the clock, they should not allow the players to even come go even near the bench. Now, one might say, Brian, what does it matter? They set up the play and LeBron scrapped it. He even said he did. We all know that. But you're missing the point. They should not be allowed to regroup either team. When you have no timeouts, you shouldn't get a free timeout. That's just terrible. And LeBron hits the shot that he set up for himself, which is great. I mean, he does deserve the ball. David Blatt, the coach of the Cavaliers, wanted the play where LeBron would take the ball out of bounds. Now, many times if you see like five, six seconds left, you'll see that where the ball go right back to him. But that little amount of time, it wasn't going to happen. It has to be a quick touch. It would just be too risky and stupid. And then you also saw David Blatt trying to call for a timeout like he was Chris Webber. Like, man. And you've heard rumors that LeBron is running that team. Basically, he calls the plays, relays them to Blatt, and then Blatt relays them to the team. Who knows? I think LeBron's had a little more success than David Blatt, although his time has been small in the league. Blah, blah, blah. We move on. I do love that Joakim Noah loves LeBron. I like Noah for the fact that he does not kiss the ass 
of the the superstar in the NBA. They need more players like that. They need more. The, too many young guys are in awe of these superstars. I love how Noah gets under their skin. Oh, it's great. I root for the Bulls solely for Joakim Noah. And Derrick Rose all of a sudden has become Derrick Rose again. It was just a few months ago that we were... It was just a few months ago we had Derrick Rose... We, we all hated, not hated Derrick Rose, but we all had the criticism for him saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to come back when I when I feel like I come back. I'm worried about my knees. I'm worried about my kid's graduation in 15 years. I don't want to be hurting when I'm sitting in a steel chair at graduation saying, wow, this guy who is getting millions of dollars and millions of dollars from Powerade, which we're told all the time, we all the roses, that he is not playing every day because he's worried about that. Well, we want now. We're animals. We want now. You're, you play for us. That's how we are as fans. And I was one of them. I think Derek Rose knows what he's doing because I knock on, knock on wood there because you never know what could happen with Derek Rose. He could just disintegrate, uh, jump stop. Who knows? But that's a great series. That's a 2-2. I really want the Bulls to win yesterday, but I didn't get it. And we move on. No Pau Gasol. That really hurt them. And the Cavs played like shit. So the Bulls, man, if they had stole that game, they would have won the series. 3-1. I don't care. I know LeBron's come back from 3-1 before, but still. That 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 was... Ugh. And right now, looking, I uh, just stepped out here to regroup, and I saw the Wizards were... I knew the Wizards were playing the Hawks. I didn't need to see it on television. John Wall not playing again. Fancy little suit the guy's wearing, though. I like that. Not too fruity, but, uh, you know, like some of the guys, like Russell Westbrook or whatever, which, can I say fruity? Not so extravagant, but now the West I want to talk about real quick, the the Grizzlies and Warriors, and it's like the kiss of death. I said, I'm starting to buy buy into the, I'm sorry, I have to keep pausing this New York Post. I have their tab up, and I keep hearing these terrible commercials come right into my headphones as I'm doing this, and it's like... So if you hear awkward pauses, more than normal, that's exactly what it is. Me pausing it, closing the tab. Again, not important. But the Grizzlies and Warriors, I was saying how much you have to believe in the Warriors, and I believe in Steph Curry. Now they're down 2-1. And with Mike Conley back, that is a different team. I know Francesco has been using this, this, this idea the whole time, but he's 100% right. Uh, that team flows differently. I mean, who do you have Courtney Lee running it or that other guy, where I can't, the white balding guy, and I can't pronounce his name, Cathilius, Cassilius. Sounds like a Roman emperor. What's Caligula? That was the bad one, right? Killed everyone, I think. Almost. But with Mike Conley there, that is a different team. And the Warriors look like a deer in headlights right now. They don't have the they don't have the experience. Clay Thompson had a little case of the yips, it looked like. I don't know. We'll see what's going on down this down the stretch here, but the other series that I want to talk about, well, there's only one more left. It's the Clippers and the Rockets. And I'll tell you, the Clippers, Blake Griffin, his the rap on him forever has been he's a great dunker. He's a great athlete. And he, in this playoffs, in these playoffs, he has really, I didn't, I said this last time, I didn't know he had this jump shot. I didn't know he had this dribbling ability. I'd never seen it all put together in one package. I'd seen it before. It's flashes. This guy's like almost averaging a triple-double. It's unbelievable. I mean, Paul has... I could see... He's not going to. He played yesterday. But Chris Paul could sit down for the rest of this series. I think they'd still dominate the Rockets. The Rockets stink. They are so bad. 
I've said this on Twitter, and if you've if you've followed me on Twitter, you're probably annoyed with this comparison, as I've made it a few times. The Rockets are like your typical high school team. You have an amazing squire, 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 <laughs> squire, yeah, like Robin Hood. You have a scorer in James Harden, and you have that big guy that has flashes of brilliance, but usually doesn't do anything and underwhelms in Dwight Howard. And then you just have a bunch of wild fucking players everywhere, just going crazy. No flow, no nothing. And I've never seen the hack-a-shack, hack-a-DeAndre Jordan strategy implied in the, uh, in not implied, but done in the first quarter last night. Yeah, oh yeah, they only lost by like 30-something, right? So obviously that works. I don't know. I don't know what the Rockets, the Rockets, God, they are so frustrating watching. It's just so wild. It's like a pickup game. Terrence Jones, Corey Brewer, just, just running all, all over the place. Josh Smith, just how bad is Josh Smith? Didn't that guy used to be good when he was on the Hawks? He's just terrible. He just throws balls up at the basket. I don't understand it. Oh, and Matt Barnes. Now, he, earlier this week, uh, got into it with James Harden's mother on the sideline telling her to quote, I don't know if it's a quote, but it said that to suck my dick. And I guess James Harden's brother was there, confronted him after the game. And and Barnes said after the game, you know, I'm really sorry. I, I didn't know that was James Harden's mom. Leaving the interpretation to he has no problem telling other mothers, near Mother's Day too, real classy Matt, uh, to suck his dick. So he has no problem saying that to other people as long as they're not James Harden's mother. Matt Barnes continues to be <laughs> one of my favorites. Not really. He's a piece of shit. Well, I don't know. What else can we talk about today? That that might be it. I, I actually kind of want to go watch some basketball right now. I was going to get into uh, the Jorge Posada whining about about uh, how he was cut from the Yankees. Not cut from the Yankees, but basically his uh, his... his Descending in the order of the New York Yankees and in the starting lineup, and how he still holds a grudge. I think Pore has taken a little too many balls to the head. You are not good, Georgie. That's what happens. They don't keep you in there. He still holds a grudge. So I, I don't know. I think I want to hear. I've just read excerpts, uh, and he quickly talked in the Yankee game. But I think he's on Mike Francesa's show tomorrow or Thursday, so that should be interesting. So that's all I got here, and I, I, I'm just sweating my ass off here so if you're feeling uncomfortable listening to this I don't blame you I, I I can't take it anymore listen you can listen to the show on iTunes on YouTube TuneIn Radio Stitcher everywhere be sure to subscribe even leave a review and you can always follow me at BrianBuck13 I will say the show is slowly getting bigger I don't mean slow this to a crawl, but more and more listeners, people, if you have questions for me, redticketblues.com at gmail.com. Remember, .com times two. Brilliant construction by me on that email. But it's over. Everyone have a great day. Enjoy the basketball. Enjoy the baseball. Enjoy your air conditioner and your car, you lucky bastards. I'm out of here.